Hello, and welcome back to another episode of East Baseball on the Mic. I'm your host, Hope Shortridge, back with another episode. This week, we have three very special guests. Hi there, my name is Cooper Erickson. I'm a freshman at Wofford College, and I play baseball. I'm Jalen Worthley. I'm a freshman at the University of Nebraska. I'm a pitcher, and I'm Cooper Erickson's biggest fan. I'm Ryan Clemente. I'm a freshman at Augustana University. Pitcher, catcher, outfield. All right. First question. What was your recruiting experience? I mean, you committed first, so we're going to order that we committed. Sure. Um, so I committed my sophomore year to San Jose State. It was like during COVID, so it was kind of an interesting experience. Uh, you had to like do FaceTime calls and stuff like that. But senior year, you know, I didn't want to go there anymore. Decided Nebraska was better option for me. So go big red. Yep, go big red. It's kind of a hectic experience, so because it was like in July and school starting in August. So when I decommitted, it was I had less than three weeks to find a school. So I had to make it pretty quick, like a lot of visits, a lot of phone calls within like two weeks. So very interesting, but I'm happy I got through it. My recruiting process was different because I didn't play prospects. I didn't do any like travel ball stuff. I just did everything through East with Wanick. So I started out my sophomore year talking to some schools, and it was that was crazy because I had literally never even thought about college baseball. Got a text from Juan, he's like, "Call this coach at this time," and I was I literally remember I was so scared. But you know, I went through. I continued, and then COVID happened. Coaches didn't really want to commit to anything, so they just kept talking and talking. So fast forward, like my my junior year summer, we went to a tournament in South Carolina and played at Wofford. And I'd been talking to the coaches a little bit. That might have been the, I think it was the summer after my junior year. But we talked to the coaches, they watched me play and then offered me after that. And I think I committed two or three days later. And that, that was it. Yeah, mine was pretty much kind of like Cooper's. Like he said, I only played prospects one time. So I did a lot of things for East. So like I played Legion and obviously like spring, but I never, I only played fall prospects one time. But I, that was a good experience. I enjoyed it. But I think Lonick did a really good job of helping me get recruited. And yeah, kind of the same as Cooper. I started getting recruited probably my sophomore year. But once Augustana started recruiting me, it was pretty evident that they were going to be where I was going to go because they fit what I wanted. Awesome. Knowing your recruiting experience and seeing your friends, what has that process been like? Yeah, um, I think for me, uh, so Jalen was committed before I ever met him, and I think he committed right before we met. It was cool because I was able to pick his brain and ask him about, you know, getting recruited through COVID and talking to coaches while you can't meet with them. And, you know, a lot of coaches didn't really want to make any offers at that time because they were scared of the commitment and what was going to happen because of those COVID years. And so seeing him commit was really cool and able to pick his brain. And then obviously I committed before Ryan did. So. I think I think me and Jalen were the first two to commit on that team because our upperclassmen had maybe some JUCO guys, but I don't think there were very many commits before uh, we had committed. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I, <laughs> uh, I was pretty late. I was like the last one out of a lot of people to commit, and it was cool to be able to see the process that like Jalen and Cooper went through to get recruited. And aside, like along with some other teammates that I played with on the prospects, like seeing all of them get recruited too. That 
that was that was nice for me to be able to see that and see how they got recruited and what all that was like for them. Uh, I think it's pretty cool because like when you and your friends got a common goal and stuff like that, you know, to play college baseball, and then you guys you guys all do it, and it's like it's a pretty special feeling because you guys like worked hard together for years to accomplish that goal, and when you all do it, it's like a pretty special feeling. Absolutely. All right, so our next question is, what is college baseball like? No, it's pretty hectic. You know, you get up at 7 a.m. to lift weights or eat breakfast. How's that going for you? Pretty good. For everyone that doesn't know, Jalen is notoriously late for everything that he does. So we had to tell him different times last, last spring so that he would be on time for practices and lifts and stuff. What time did you show up to this podcast? 10.20. What time were we well, supposed to be here? 10.25. 10.15. <laughs> but, you know, college kind of changed me because, you know, if you get relate to anything, you know, you get in trouble. So I have gone a lot better, just so you guys know. Good. I'm, I'm glad Proud they you. got you into shape there. I appreciate it, guys. Do you have to run if you're late? Yeah, a lot. And you don't like running? No, I hate running. But I haven't been late, so actually I've been late once. I was late, like, my first week. But, yeah, I think that's, that's the difference with college for me is, you know, high school, us in Lonick and all the coaching staff, we were close. Like, we didn't really have to worry about, you know, any disciplinary things. We knew, we knew what to do. But with college, you know, it's a new system. It's a new, new coaching staff. Like, you're, you're trying to learn everything again. So yeah. just trying not to uh, – definitely not get in trouble. Definitely try to be on time. But also it's more challenging because everyone in college was the best player in high school. Like everyone, everyone yep. on your team and everyone you're playing against was their best player, so you're 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 just loving up on a, in in competition in a way that I wasn't expecting, so it's definitely more of an adjustment, in a baseball sense. Like you have to level up your your abilities and your skills too more than you ever thought that you could. Yeah. yeah. And kind of on that, and on to that, I think like, like you said, everyone was the best player. So doing things to separate you, like your mentality or like how you deal with things can make you stand out as a player as well. Yeah, yeah. College, they care a lot more about your mental approach to the game. Like, our coaches care a lot more about, like, you knowing what you're supposed to do and you knowing what the right thing to do is because everyone can physically do it, but the guys that separate themselves are the ones that mentally are there too. Ryan, do you want to give us a typical day in the life of someone who plays for Augustana Baseball? Ryan's yeah. going to give you the best day in the life because he's going to do his homework. Well, Ryan's a yeah, hey, guy. podcast listeners, homework's important. Please <laughs> keep up on your schoolwork. All right. School is good. Uh, no, but yeah, so um, I wake up. I go to class. Don't skip class either, What time do you wake listeners. up? Oh, well, it kind of depends. Uh, sometimes I have an 8 a.m. class. So I have an 8 a.m. class four days a week, so I'll wake up at like 7.15. <laughs> the look of horror on Cooper's face it, right I now. An 8 a.m. class is good because it makes you get up. I had an 8 a.m. and I missed it like half the time. Cooper, that's bad. Go to class. <laughs> so I, I'll get up at like 7.15, eat breakfast, um, and then, yeah, I'll go to, go to my 8 a.m. And then between my 8 a.m. class and my 10.45 class, Usually do some homework, and then <laughs> stop laughing at him. <laughs> and then I'll go to my other classes, and then usually I've got practice. For how long? Mm, well, I go to lunch after my noon class, and then um, yeah, we'll practice till I don't know about five ish, and then I have the rest of the night off. So either do homework, usually play a lot of Xbox, 
hang out with my, hang out with my teammates. Did you just say you get done at five? Huh? Did you just say you get done at five? Yeah, around there. We get done at like 10. Well, that sucks. 10 p.m.? Yes. Sounds well, awful. we don't do anything Sorry. in the morning. Like, we don't do any morning workouts. Mm. Oh. So we'll, like, I'll go to class. I'll get done at, like, 1.30 or 2. And then go down. I'll be at the field at, like, 4 for a 5 o'clock practice. And then we'll practice for, like, three hours. And then have a lift after, which is awful. Because our strength coach wants to do high reps, which sucks. High rep, like, 15 rep front squats for everyone out there. Those are really good for you, but they are not fun. Mm. That's another thing I'll say is lifting is, like, way different in college yeah. than it was in high school. I like it better in college. More intense? It's so much more intense. It's more, it's more like, like pitchers have their own specific lifts and hitters have their own specific lifts. Like, I like that better than everybody do, does the same well, thing. Well, yeah, and at East, what we would do was, like, we'd all have our lift, but we wouldn't all be on the same schedule. Like, you could lift at your own pace. Yeah. Like, in college, like, everyone is, like, you have to be, like, there's no rest time. At least for us, like we don't rest. It's like boom, 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 because you got to be in and out of there in an hour and do as much as you can in that yeah. hour time. And it's a lot of like speed work and hip mobility and like T spine mobility and stuff like yeah. that for pitchers, at least. But we don't do that. It's you're a hitter. How are college academics? Ryan, you got this one. You got you go first, Ryan. I like it. This is how you're supposed <laughs> to do it. Everyone that's listening, listen to Ryan. This is how you're supposed to do it, and then me and Jalen will go. I don't know, college, college academics are good. It's tough, obviously. Like, <laughs> um, We're majoring in like rocket science. So like, I'm not ma majoring in data science. He's going to work for NASA one day. I'm not going to work for NASA one day. Please hire me someday, Ryan. Jalen, what are you majoring in? Uh, marketing. Cooper. I, Cooper's undecided at the moment. I can market your, like, your NASA. Like, you could start your you own could. little business. When like, I make a rocket, you can market Yeah, I can market the rocket for you. Do you like it? I like it. It's... It's kind of hard, actually. Oh. Accounting and Math 104 is not for, – for you guys that know what Math 104 is, it's calculus, so just don't do it. Don't wanna, do it. Don't do it. The academic rigor of the classes is a little bit tougher, but, I mean, it's good. I have a lot more time to do my homework because I have less classes. So what are you laughing at? <laughs> Jalen, you want to go? Yeah, yeah I'll Jaylen, go. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you know – I've been a big study or homework guy, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to y'all, but I mean, in college, you have to do it, so I get my stuff done. I get it done on time. If I don't, my advisor will she'll yell at me, and I'll, I'll probably start crying or something, but uh, yeah, kids, be like Ryan. Don't be like me or Cooper, and just like... Yeah, I got... Well, here's the thing about college, though is if you act like me and Jalen, you get your midterm grades back and they're not looking very good and then your coaches like yell at you at practice for the next three months until they get up. So if you're like Ryan and you get your grades good, you're on your coach's good side. So that's or just a little word to the wise. If you're like Ryan, you don't gotta do study hall. Like, yeah, study hall sucks. Yeah, I actually did have to do study hall for the first half of the semester. But you don't have to do it anymore, do you? You don't have no. a you don't have a required study hall by your coaches. We we did first semester. But next semester you don't have to do it, do you? I have to do it. Yeah, same. <laughs> See, if you don't want to do study hall that second semester, do your work, or do do go to work. I did my work, but yeah, I did my work too. It just was not good. Yeah. And you know. college <coughs> professors care about that because they that actually college like, professors see right through that. Like if you write a bad essay oh that you didn't God. spend any time on, they see right my through first, that. My first essay, I wrote it in like 30 minutes, like a thousand word essay, literally got a 46 on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm more of like a, I'm not good at math. So, you know, 
my final came back. It was like a 58%. Can I was, you your final? Yeah, I was yeah. like, dang, this is pretty good. It's <laughs> almost passing. It's almost passing, but like I was, I'm not used to I getting good grades pass. like that on math, so. All right, anything else to say about the difference between college and high school academics? It's just harder. Yeah, I mean, more work. They the professors pick exactly what class they want. It's not like high school where they just get assigned a class. Like the professors are really passionate about what they're doing, so they expect us to be as passionate about it. And when like you're not, they don't they don't really like that. I also learned that professors don't take like late work and stuff either. So no, they do not. I learned the hard way my first week. I was like, you know, I'm not gonna do this. It was like it was a five point assignment. So I was like, I'm just gonna do it later. And they they closed it. Couldn't do it anymore. Canvas. I love Canvas. Canvas we man. have Moodle. Uh, you have what? It's called Moodle. Nice. Favorite East baseball memory, go. Uh, oh my gosh, I know mine. Mine was, so before the year we were like doing cuts, we were in the weight room, and we were all standing in the weight room. Cuts is like, uh, the, after the week of tryouts, you, you know, you make your team, so okay. guys get cut or whatever. And so we're all staying there, and the coaches first go through with everyone that you already knew was going to be on varsity, like you had been on varsity before, or, mm -hmm. you know, and my brother was still, hadn't gone yet. There was, like, him. Some, some of the, the class below us hadn't gone yet, and ever, <laughs> we were all, like, standing around him, and right when he got the, the call in there, we all went crazy in the, in the right room, <laughs> and we were, like, throwing him up and stuff. That was, that was a great moment. And I, I think there's obvious, like, moments during the season, but that was one special for me because it was, like, I got to play my last year with my brother, which was really cool. Go ahead. I would say the last game I pitched ever in my high school career, like my, my little brother caught me, and like when it was over, he gave me a he gave me a hug and stuff, and it was like it was kind of emotional. So I thought it was pretty special. For me, I'd say my favorite moment was it was like my second ever varsity outing. It was my sophomore year summer. Uh, we were at Creighton Prep, and I threw like a Cooper. Was it a no hitter? A one hit shutout. It was, oh, it was a no-hitter. It was a no-hitter. So, well, so my dad does Game Changer, or did Game Joe. Changer. Yeah. Joe. Joe. Love, what an icon. Joe. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, But he does Game Changer, and it was like the sixth inning or something. I had a no-hitter going. I was just dealing. It was like my second-ever varsity outing. He was shoving. And some guy hits a pot fly at third base. So our, we have a really good third base from Brady Bell. He was really good. But the pop fly, yeah, the yeah. pop fly got lost in the sun, which, like, it happens, you know. Well, he drops the fly ball, and it, like, didn't hit his glove. But it was, like, a can of corn, easy fly ball. just got lost in the sun. Well, my dad gave it a hit on Game Changer because it was just – because it didn't hit his glove, so technically it's a hit. And then I ended up, like, shoving the rest of the game. I went CG. And it was just, like – Complete game. Yes. Yeah. One hit shutout. Thank shut you out. for that. So it was – should have been a no. And then on Are Twitter, you mad that he didn't – Count yeah, it no, as an I, error? Yeah, I, and, I mess with him every day for yeah. it. Like me and Ryan went up to Joe after, and we were we were really giving it to well, him to try to get him to fix that. And then on Twitter, Lonick posted the stats from the game. It was like, Ryan Clemente, complete game, seven innings, like however many Ks I had, one hit. And then Cooper commented a uh, little asterisk and put no hitter. And I, thank you. Yeah, I remember I mean, that. We that still, got your back. We still talk to Joe me. a lot about that. We do. How long ago was that? Oh, it was probably three years ago, and I still – Tell him about it to this yeah. day. Okay. I wanted that no hitter. Um, next, um, we're going to talk about the state tournament. Talk about what that was like each year, how it was different, just how that kind of shaped your career. Well, I'd say the second year, it was a lot less nerve-wracking than the first year. For because sure. Because 
the first year, like the first game, who do we play? It was Southwest. Southwest. That was a Sherman. big game. Yeah, Jalen pitched. I was catching him. And my, I was just shaking. Like, I was so nervous. But then, yeah, like, after that game, I kind of started to, like, settle in. And the nerves got a lot less after that game. Mm -hmm. I remember, was it with you that, I think, did all three of us go watch the state championship game? We yeah. did, yeah. And we watched Millard South dogpile after they won. And we're like, dude, this hurts. Because we wanted to win so bad. Yeah. And, like, I remember walking out of that stadium, and I'm like, Gosh, I want to win so bad mm -hmm. next year. That state tournament really gave us, like, us as a senior class the next year, that junior year state tournament gave us what we wanted, and it showed us what we needed to do to be successful the next year. Because we, we saw everything that we did wrong, and then it also gave us that fire that we needed. And I think us, us three specifically, like, as, as some leaders on the team, having that fire, we were able to pass that down to younger guys that hadn't experienced it yet. For guys like Jeter and Joey and, you know, yeah. young guys that hadn't experienced it, they still had that same hatred for losing that we did because we, were, we, we experienced that moment. Yeah. So the state tournament this year, what was it like to get – so close and experience winning, 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 like day four, day five of the state tournament and you're still like fighting for it. Like, what was that like? I mean, I think the, the energy was always good. The morale was always good. Like we, we never until that final out happened thought we were gonna lose, mm -hmm. which is something that I can like confidently and proudly say of that team is we never gave up. Like, going into that last inning, what, were we down, like, three? Yeah. Two or three, I think. Yeah. And it's, like, we're all out in the front. I think I was, I, I was mm -hmm. talking to everyone. I was like, all right, like, we have not worked this hard. Us, us seniors, you know, losing last year, we didn't go through all of that to lose right now. So, like, that's something that I can, like, be proud of as a team mm -hmm. is we never gave up. So I think that whole tournament, though, that was the story of what we did, like, People didn't think we could do it. We didn't have Ryan or Jalen on the mound. We can't pitch. Like, everyone said their things, you know. So we had, you know, Carter Mix shoved against Southeast. You know, we, we threw together a bunch of pitching. And then, obviously, well, Paul, I – Paul came in and Paul dominated. pitched great that yeah. tournament. Paul Shortridge threw great that tournament. But then yeah. – No, but, yeah, I mean, that that tournament and going through, through all of that that we went through, I think that fight and that, you know – four or five days, you know, grinding, like, on the bus every day. Those those teams are in Omaha. They're they're sleeping at their own house, you know, not having to ride a bus. And we're, you know, bus rides, early games, late games, whatever. But we're just, like, we were brothers. like. Yeah. And I think that helped a lot was that family aspect of our team is no one was – their nerves ever got too high because we were so lighthearted and so, like, joking around. And when you said, like, the energy was always up, I was, we were talking about this on the way here. Uh, when we were at Wired for like three and a half or four hours before that Southeast game because yeah. it kept getting pushed back. Yeah. I don't remember, like, maybe my memory serves me wrong, but, like, I don't remember anyone complaining that we were there for so long because it was just, like, just playing ping pong. we were just playing ping pong. We were having – We had uh, the – we got this – they had, like, a bunch of bats. We had a light softball bat, and the mm -hmm. coaches were doing exit Oh, yeah, and the coaches – yeah. yeah. So it was just, like, <laughs> we just kind of made the best out of it. And then once again – we went out that game. Granted, Carter make just Shove. what was it like twelve strikeouts and seven. Yeah, yeah, he was just yeah. he was shoving. But like we went, we went out and yeah. we won that game pretty handily. So anything else you want to say about the state tournament? I mean, uh, the only thing I have to say about the state tournament for anyone listening to this, if you have a chance 
to play for Lincoln East, I can guarantee you're going to play for a state tournament, and it's the best moment of my life. Like, I, I know, at least for me, I go back and I think about that all the time because it, for right now at least, has been one of the highs of my life. Absolutely. Can you guys talk a little bit about making friends in college and how that changes with being an athlete and just how, if it's harder, if it's easier, you know, being at home, being in South Carolina, being – few hours away like what is that like and how has your experience been with that well so what's awesome is that Augustana's is like biggest thing is like team bonding and team chemistry it's like literally i went into college without knowing anybody but i already had like 40 built-in friends you know yeah so like that's cool to just have that relationship with my teammates and just like we all hang out a lot and like nobody dislikes each other and just but then like you know, you make friends in your classes or things that you're doing, but it's cool that you have that tight group of teammates too. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, I was a little nervous going in because we have guys that are 22 and 23, and they're, so they're grown men. And I, I felt like being 18, they wouldn't really want to associate with me and, like, the other freshmen. But, I mean, I remember first team bonding uh, experience. Like, all the freshmen were just chilling in our rooms, and, like, they're all texting, like, where you guys at? Like, come over. We're doing, like, we're going to hang out. And I, I was like shocked because you know they're 23 years old inviting us over to hang out. They all made us introduce ourselves. And, yeah, just like fun stuff like that, just to make you feel like you belong, like not like nervous or anything. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Like they like had us do that stuff. Yeah, Jalen, walk up song, walk out song, go. Um, probably separate ways, journey by journey. Okay, Cooper. Father stretch my hands by Kanye West. Uh. My pitcher one is Can't Stop by Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then my hitting one is Till I Collapse by Eminem, but like at a minute 41 seconds. So thank you guys for joining me on this episode of the podcast. For those of you who are curious, we filmed this episode on December 21st while all the boys were home for break. So I'm super glad that they joined me. I'm very grateful for all the support that this podcast has received. I'm super glad that the boys are here and joined me today. And thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of East Baseball on the Mic. Stay tuned for more information about upcoming episodes and further news related to the podcast.